Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. This show is brought to you by Mortgage Investors Group. Thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to speak with you today. We hope that we can add some value to your day. Um, it's really an exciting uh, show that we have lined up for you. It's it's really a, a topic that I'm very passionate about. Um, and the topic really revolves around man's best friend, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and dogs are just a love of mine. And, uh, we have a chocolate lab that we've had now for, uh, I guess about six months now, um, maybe five and a half months to be exact. And we had a chocolate lab prior to this chocolate lab for 14 years. So, um, I and love- that's what started all of this because yeah. I saw your pain. When that dog died, it had been part of your family right. for 16 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, it's like uh, Oprah, you're going to get me to cry. <laughs> and, it, I, I, and it was just, it was, it was really a very emotional time. Right? Yeah. And when I see you, so if you want to, if you want a good ride mm-hmm. emotionally, follow Kevin on Facebook. Go, he'll friend you back mm-hmm. and uh, watch his life. Yeah, well, I appreciate you saying that. And it definitely was an emotional situation because um, our guest today will help us to unpack why it is that we're so connected to our canine friends. And I think that it's going to be a really enlightening show for everyone. So today on the show, we have Tom Baker. Um, Tom is uh, with us in studio. He's an author, but he has some experience um, in life. And that's really um, the biggest part of his bio is that he has a lot of things in the past that he's done. Whether that be through his TV as a producer, an editor, um, a video editor with a variety of big shops, you know, A&E, he's had HGTV, the Food Network, the Travel Channel, some of these big, these big corporations that he's, he's been a part of um, helping to uh, build out whatever they needed. So he comes from that perspective. But I want Tom. Tom, first of all, thank you so much for coming in. My pleasure. Really, Thanks. Really Thanks for asking. This is um, a, a new friendship that we've created here with the Housing Hour through our good friend at Mortgage Investors Group, Richard Swan. We want to thank him for helping us to connect with Tom. But, Tom, you, you wrote a book. Um, the first thing I want you to do, because this book is – the name of the book is One Dog's Faith. You can find the link about Tom and his bio and everything. But you were explaining to me how this really came about. Can you start from that? Give us the backstory and why it is that you decided to write a book. Well, I'm I'm a video producer. I, we can start back at, at HGTV Scripps, uh, that family. I was there when they launched. And I was there for uh, about seven years and and loved it. But I saw how much work they were sending out. Mm. And I said, I'm going to be part of that. I want it. That's a business right there. And so I I left in good terms and and opened a video business. And uh, year after year, first couple of years, you get your feet wet. But after that, uh, it was was really well. Mm. Every year for, I don't know, five, seven years, it doubled. And so I hired employees. I, I, I got uh, more and more and more equipment and whatnot, which also means you're getting deeper and deeper debt. But uh, it was all wonderful. I was having the time of my life. I hired a lot of good friends that I worked with at Scripps. And then one year, 2011, it tanked. 
I mean, I had experienced up and downs a little bit. And so at first it seemed as if, you know, okay, a little, little slump, no problem. But the slump just kept slumping. And so uh, after a little while, I realized this is bad. And I didn't want to lay my employees off. Uh, I, I felt like they were depending on me. And so I decided to pay them instead of the IRS. Uh, I would go back and change that if I had the opportunity. I don't. So um, after a short little while, not only did I owe a lot of people a lot of money, I could no longer still pay my employees, so I did have to lay them off, but I was in big trouble. And I took it very, very hard. Um, I, like a lot of people, identified myself with this business. And I think whether you own a business or whether you're employed, a lot of people identify themselves with what they do. And that's great until something happens. And I took it so hard. I took it as a complete failure. And, um, you know, not only was once the IRS finally uh, knocked on the door and said, you owe this money. And I said, I can't pay. And so uh, they quickly helped me sign a document that said, okay, we can take pretty much anything we want until this is paid. And so, you know, the fright of basically feeling like you're staring the devil in the face. Mm-hmm. And um, so over the course of about a year, maybe a little longer, uh, I took all this uh, not only feeling like a failure, but also the stress of owing and the possibility of losing everything i lost over 30 pounds from the stress and it just was a spiral and it just i've I've kept sinking lower and lower in this pit and um my wife tried really hard to reach me she was a rock but i just she she kept reaching and i kept pushing and my church i would say could have been wonderful but I didn't tell anybody, mm-hmm. and and I think that's a, a common uh, issue as you walk in with that big smile on your face, and, and inside you're destroyed. Right. But the one connection that seemed to scratch the surface was my dog. And there was this—I mean, dogs just know. Mm-hmm. They know— what's they know your emotion in fact it's been proven now that dog uh, dogs are one of the if not the only animal that can actually read and and decipher human emotions hmm. i don't think anybody could argue that because if you're sick they can lay with you if you're if you're in a great mood let's go play if you're not i mean mango is the dog the, the the book is about mango actually the book is written by mango oh more or less mm-hmm. and um she is just one of those dogs not every dog is is this model citizen as she is mm-hmm. most of the time mm-hmm. um but she's just one of those that if your your chest your your chin's just buried into your chest she will come up and lick your hand and just look at you and say i still love you mm-hmm. And, and and dogs just have this way, this connection with us, and and and, and it just, I don't know, it started breaking through. Mm. So, um, I saw that and started really not only watching her but watching other dogs. We have three, mm-hmm. and and I just feel like I, I, be, I believe that God put dogs on this earth for us to not only experience. 
a little more of his grace, but also to to learn from. I mean, they have, think of what dogs are. Unconditional love is the easy one. But, I mean, there's patience, there's forgiveness, there's loyalty, trustworthiness. It goes on down the line. They're fearless, uh, humble, dependable. I mean, it just things that we can so easily model ourselves after. How soon was it after you began to see this connection? And you may always have realized it was there, but it didn't become sort of present in, in your thoughts until you sort of had this life experience. You know, it was it was there, but you, you didn't realize what benefit that mango was giving you until things got bad. Yeah. How long was it through that experience that you started to realize, wow, this is, there's something here? I, it's hard to put it, piece it all together, but I'm, I'm about six months into this, de- I, I don't know if I could call it a depression because I never got clinically mm-hmm. tested, but I'm sure the signs were all there. Mm-hmm. And as about six months into it, I just started seeing this, mm-hmm. th- this little special thing that, that she had, and my wife saw it too. And um, I just started journaling. I guess uh, you know I'm, I, I've written TV shows, commercials, and whatnot. So I wouldn't dare call myself an author, mm-hmm. uh, at least at that point. Right. And and so I just started writing. And then as I wrote, I said, "Well, you know, this is something. If I put this in kind of a story form or whatever, my family could benefit from this mm-hmm. at some point. They could see this journey. I think I would call it. It became therapy for me." to do that. And the more it pieced together, I'm like, you know, I don't I don't know if anybody else could benefit from this. I, you know, I don't know. And the more I wrote, the more it was like this is this is kind of it, it was helping me. Mm-hmm. And and I I knew what I needed to be doing. And I knew when I watched her, the peace that she had and the happiness that just seemed to be almost all the time. It was either happy or sleep. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I need to, I need to do something with this, mm-hmm. and 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 it it started just piecing itself together. Yeah, that is awesome. Well, we only um, have went through one full segment, and I feel like there's so much um, that I want to ask, and we'll have the opportunity to do that in the next segment. Um, really, a good setup. So Tom is, you know, here with us in studio. He's written this book along with his partner mango that has also (laughs) helped uh deliver um some chapters here um but this is really interesting for people who are out there that are listening and we're going to continue to dive into this topic the book is one dog's faith with us tom baker we will be right back after these messages continues helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it again kevin ray and welcome back into the housing hour this is kevin ray i'm here with mark griffith our executive producer and co-host thank you for joining us we're here in studio with tom baker um the author of uh, i guess co-author actually of one dog's (laughs) one dog's faith i got top billing there you go (laughs) 
And uh, Tom has written a book, and, and it really explores his relationship with his pet, um, Mango. And Tom described in the first segment about um, how he had went through this life event, which was a business that went south, and the emotions and the turmoil that came as a result of what happened um, in 2011. And a lot of people go through those things and some people, you know, experience depression. Some people bounce back. Some people, you know, they don't communicate what has happened to them. So you think they're fine. You mentioned that, you know, your church family may have been great, but you just didn't talk about it, you know? Right. Um, And those are all things that I know I'm not great at is when it comes to communication. You know, my wife always says, well, just tell me what's going on, you know, and I'm just like, fine, I got it. Don't worry about it. Everything's okay. You know, and but, you know, dogs are are intuitive. And that's what I wanted to sort of start this next segment, because Mango sensed something was wrong with Tom. Right. And took action. Right. Intuitively, like the dog intuitively knew how to handle those situations. And you didn't even know it. It was just like, well, the dog's doing this. Well, and it was all a part of sort of a, a plan. I think you make the case that that dogs are put on this earth, and you mentioned it, um, sort of as a divine healer, if you will, to be there for us, walk um, hand in hand in our lives, and be there when it is that we need support, need help. Right. Um, but maybe we don't communicate it because that's where the intuitive nature of the dog comes in. So talk a little bit about that intuitiveness that, that Mango started to see and how that helped you. Well, uh, let me start by by saying that what happened to me, I, I don't believe, I mean, there's a lot of people who go through a lot worse than that. Right. But what I use this for, and I've gone through difficult circumstances, but what I use this is it's just an example of how we humans can take something and just worry about it so bad that we disengage we disengage from the family we disengage from life we we just start isolating like you said and what i think mango did for me was just kept trying these little things she would she would steal socks mm-hmm. just to distract she she would bring her favorite rope and and you know slobber and all and just continue to drop it on my lap until I did something with it. It's like okay here, right. and then you know sooner or later there was a smile out of it. And and she just she tried all these different things, whether it was just laying or sitting on the couch with me, or just just she likes to lay on top of my feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it was just this you know I'm not going far. I know something's up. I don't understand it. But I know something's up, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best, and and my dog ways. I mean, the thing about dogs, they can't talk, mm-hmm. they can't really, they don't have opposing thumbs, so they can't do a lot. What type we on a type well, they she tried, and it was ugly. <laughs> but I mean, but you can tell every emotion they have by their tail and their eyes. Mm. And and I mean she's one of those where her soul just just shines through. You could just read what's going on in there, and and that just really kind of sparked me. Mm. I mean, there was one thing my wife did that was the turnaround for me. Uh, my my wife knew I, I was just I was home for lunch one day, and 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 she knew I was just down. I mean, any time I got a phone call that said, you, you, you owe me money and I need you to pay, uh, that just took me 
just further and further. And, you know, every day you get late notices. And, 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 and the, when, when you're in financial difficulties, that, that's a hard place to be. And my wife looked at me one day and she said, this is stuff. I'm not going anywhere. Let's tackle this together. And then once once that corner was turned, then I saw this whole thing as an opportunity to grow instead of fall. Mm-hmm. And the and the dog kind of helped lead that path. Mm-hmm. Three things that I learned from her about worry. W- one was today. Today is all we have. Today, this moment really is all there is. It's all we can control. That's all we can do anything about. Dogs could care less about tomorrow. They could care less about this afternoon other than food, mm-hmm. other than dinner. And so they just live for now. And, and I started watching that out of her. I mean, it's just an example. She didn't tell me. She just showed me. Uh, and also, one of her favorite things, and most dogs are like this, is going in the car. If she gets to go in the car, this is the best day ever. Mm-hmm. And, and and she will Mark put... feels that way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they just, they light up and their whole body just, just, yes, this is great. And so they put, she puts her nose up against the window. It's like, window, down, please. Mm-hmm. And, and so once she gets her nose out the window, it's just like she takes in all the blessings that, that's out there. And, she, and their noses are, what, a thousand times more powerful than ours. So they're just taking it all in. Right. And so really, it's roll down the window and, and, and enjoy life for a second. No matter what, no matter what is going on, there's blessings out there. There's blessings right in front of us. And, and, and when you're going through something difficult, that's what you do is you ice and you quit looking at all the blessings. And then the third thing that I learned from her is to serve. When when you're going through something, and we all go, th- go through something difficult, but if we look beyond ourselves for just a second, and dogs do this all the time, they they love others more than themselves. Another very unique things about dogs is they just they love other things and they try their best to serve. And so. When I started reaching out and looking beyond myself and my problems and realized I didn't have to go very far to find somebody else that was was going through something more difficult than me. Mm-hmm. And just to to reach out and, and try to get beyond me and help somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, and those three things alone that I le- learned from her, and there's many more in the book that, that I just like, wow. Dogs have it. They, they get it. And if we just try for a second to live a little bit like that, well, yeah. then, then we can smile. I love that. And I think that the perfect uh, – I'll take a little quote out of what Halloran Hilton Hill said, who sits in this same chair. He's a wonderful, wonderful man. And what, a, fr- what a great guy. A friend of mine and, and has really blessed us as a community. Um, we don't realize it, how great he is. But um, he says, you know, in this little comment, he says, Mango is not only his friend. Mango emerges as a teacher and healer, an instrument in the hand of God. Tom's story is one that needs to be read and shared. It is an awakening. God can use our friends, our pets, to help us and he does thanks for writing this book um it's so important to to establish in our our, in our daily walk with god um what what god is trying to tell us and sometimes you know god speaks through other people and i had never really thought through the thought that they he could also speak through other beings 
you know, animals as one of them. Right. Um, and that's pr- pretty profound. It, it is, but why not? Right. Now, no one can go up to a dog and ask him whether what's in this book is true. Right. But, but, um, but, but I believe it. I, I, tr- I totally believe it. I think God tries to give us little glimpses of him all around. Mm-hmm. And, and why not dogs? I mean, well, yeah. we, are, we have such a connection with them. Uh, it just seems like, I mean, whether, whether you're talking about service dogs or whether you're talking about uh, a complete mutt. Mango is a complete mutt. We have no idea what she is. Mm-hmm. But um, she's just, she's a, she's a young Williams rescue. And, and I think rescue dogs know that. I think they know that they, they've got this second chance, and, and they're not going to blow it. You know, they, right. they just they, – they try – I think they try harder. I don't know. That's, that's my experience anyway. Well, and I also think about uh, the folks that are out there are veterans who have PTSD. You know, what is the one of the things – it's a trending thing where dogs are trained to be a service dog. You mentioned the service dog. Same thing. Yeah. Um, for people who have been through this traumatic experience in their life. So it's almost as if, you know, because if you think about it, and, and I don't mean to certainly say or want to say that what you went through caused you to have PTSD. We don't know. I mean, we, there is certainly. Well, I think we can put ourselves in, in really difficult places. Right. I put myself yeah. there. Right. I didn't have to. I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I should have seen joy. I should have seen this as a journey mm-hmm. and an adventure. And instead, I saw it as doom. Right. Now, l- let me tell you this, that my business is still alive. Mm-hmm. In fact, my business is better than ever. Mm-hmm. But it's just me. I hire freelance out. We need to talk about a commercial that we'd like to make. <laughs> I'd love to maybe, work with you on that. Maybe Mango is working through. <laughs> Let me uh, give you my business Mango card. The script. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's good. Well, sorry, did I interrupt your thoughts? Well, no. I just I, I want to understand. I want to help people understand that 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 life is a journey. Mm-hmm. God, I don't believe reveals Himself all at once. We get glimpses all along, mm-hmm. and if we look at this as a journey instead of one difficult thing. And everything stops. Uh We just, we, I believe, need to learn through these experiences. And you also mentioned about it being, you know, a day at a time. And it's sort of Mango taught you that um, we only have today, you know, and especially for Mango, if you have one Paul in today and one Paul in tomorrow (laughs) or whatever, or yesterday, (laughs) you're peeing on today. Oh, yes. So we're going to continue this conversation with the author, co-author of One Dog's Faith. Tom Baker is with us right after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, it's Kevin Ray with Mark Griffith, executive producer and co-host. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group, MIGonline.com, 1-800-489-8910. You can reach us there. Um, We have the Housing Hour here today, and we're talking about something that is very important in our community um, and the housing hour certainly tackles big issues, and this is one that touches every aspect of our community, and that is um, people and families and individuals who use and have animals, uh, pets, dogs specifically, 
um, and, and God working through those animals. And, um, you know, for someone who has PTSD or has a service dog, nobody can tell me that that's not been provided by a higher being, a higher power. And God is the instrument of all things. And I think, um, he's put people and things and places for us to, to be able to experience freedom. And that's what God wants for us. You know, I believe that strongly. He doesn't want us to be, you know, bogged down with life struggles and, and worry. And so he can put things around us and, um, help us. But, um, off, uh, air we were talking a little bit mark why don't you pose the question it's a very good one well and off air is a is a good place i wish the mics were running because the listen to tom is very motivational and really encouraging thank you but uh you you, the titles is one dog's faith and then you have the subtitle of uh, how my dog helped me trust in god and overcome chronic worry we talked about worry Mm -hmm. but you i know that you're a christian before this occurred and you said help me trust in god what what was it that that helped you lead to trust in God? Because I know you trusted in God before because you dedicated your life to Jesus before that. What happened? What? Wh- where was the trust? Where did the trust grow? What were you trusting in before this? Right. Well, I, I cannot remember when I wasn't a believer. Um, and believing in God, I think, is square A. And I, I, that was not a problem. And even going through this particular thing, uh I did a lot of praying. I did a lot of fist in the air and and fist on the table of why? Take this away. Yes, take this away from me. And I said I was a believer, but I didn't believe in what he was saying. I didn't believe that trust me thing. Okay, it was fine, and it was you know when things are going great, yes, sir, I trust, and I and until until something happens that shakes your world, that turns it upside down, and and I met hopeless square in the face, and 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 hopeless isn't a nice person, and he and and I believe that's one of the devil's biggest tools is to show you that you're not going to make it, that that things are going to fall apart, and you can't handle it. My definition of worry is being afraid of something happening that you don't think you could handle. Mm-hmm. And, and and if you knew you could, if something was going to happen and you knew you could handle it, not a problem. Move on to the next thing. But when something hits you that you don't think you could handle, it, it's really difficult. Now, what changed in me was that trust that when I looked back on my life and, and, and realized God was there the whole time, and he took these devastating things. I've been through a divorce. I've been through job loss. I've been through a very serious car wrecks. The list goes on, and everybody has their own. But what I realized is every single time, if I, if I finally get through the pain and open up to God, and then I say, use this, every time each of those things turned into a blessing, somehow, some way. I've, I've been able to talk with people who go, or are going through or have gone through divorce and, and being a shoulder. The first place someone who is going through a difficult issue turns and actually does listen is when somebody else has been there. They listen to people who've been there. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't believe God made this happen, but I, I believe that he took this thing I mean, like I said before, I, I took myself down to this place and, and, and climbed out through his strength, but I'm able to use it. 
as a blessing and and say, I did this. Don't go here. Find the joy instead of the devastation. Yeah. And there's also, Mark, if you think about life's events, and I mean, we all go through our different seasons of faith and you know sometimes you're on fire and then sometimes you know things just don't come as naturally maybe it's because you have something happening from a medical standpoint could be depression it could be a variety of different things that are medically defined Mm -hmm. but it could be just that you have this life experience and and what you talk about it, it rings so true and i'm sure so many people and you mentioned in the last segment about you know many people go through a lot worse than this and how what you just described in that you had this belief you understood and believed but there was not this connection where you understood and and really were living out that belief i guess you would say on a daily decision basis because there's one thing for me to believe i i believe in the bible i believe in what god's telling me but then there's another to actually implement that and execute it in my life we're going to believe that it's going to be okay. Yeah, that's a whole, that's, that's believing that you believe that it's okay is different than me believing mm-hmm. it's okay. I can believe that you believe that it's okay, but actually feeling that comfort and that warmth that God provides is is a totally different subject. Well, so unlocking that, I think, is what what really a dog in this journey that you had has helped you to or helped home dog owners to unlock that sacred faith that is there once you've made the decision but it needs to be unlocked and a lot of that happens up here in our minds it it does it does it's a choice yeah this is the housing hour right let me use a housing example there was uh, years ago uh we were living in a a smallish house and and we're looking to where the family was growing and whatnot and we wanted to grow into a bigger house we found the house that we wanted to live in so we put ours on sale and we got a contract on this house we wanted, and our house would not sell. We couldn't even get somebody to to, to go drive in front of it. You know, it was mm-hmm. it just would not sell. And so the day that the contract was about to expire on this new house, we got a bite. And so I called the guy and I said, "We got a bite on our house." And he goes, "Sorry, I sold it. I sold it today." And we were just devastated i mean our hearts just sunk and we were angry it was like this was the house and oh no so we took our house off the market three or four months later we got the gumption so oh, well, let's try this again and so uh without finding a new house we put this on the market it sold in three days hmm. and the person said well, you, if you want to do this i need i need it by 30 days so we scrambled and we all of a sudden this house came on the market, same neighborhood, but it was on a cul-de-sac. It was bigger. It was nicer. It was right. it was everything. Right. And so, and this is the house we live in now. It, it was it, it's you know cul-de-sac. We're in the middle of it. The backyard is huge. Uh, we have this arbor that we've built. We've got a garden. And so, every once in a while, we walk around and we go see this other house that we were going to buy, and we go, thank god we didn't buy that Mm -hmm. and so if you look if you look at it and say okay maybe something happened that you didn't like and it and and on the surface it looked bad Mm -hmm. but just around the corner could be something 10 times as good now had we we couldn't have afforded this other house at that time i got a promotion Mm -hmm. in in the means of that so i mean all these little things that that just God saying it's my timing, not yours. Exactly, and and boy, we're not good at that. 
We want it now. This microwave society, we want it today. We want it now. Mm. And, it, and you know, we think we have all the, the ideas and all the plans in our corner. And, and no, just God, just hang on for a second, God says. Mm-hmm. Just, just wait. This is going to be great. Just, just learn something here. Right. right. That is a that's great example because there are – and housing is a perfect one because when I was originating, I would see this played out on more than one occasion. I'm sure. Where you would see an, an individual, maybe a family that was – wanting to purchase this other home and, and, you know, sort of like trying to fit a square peg through a round hole. And, well, it just wasn't happening. You yeah. know? And that's a very perfect example because, you know, sometimes you have to stop trying in order for you to actually make progress. <laughs> yes. You know? Just like, just drop and punt for once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Punt them back. And I saw that play out. So that is a very good example. And then in the midst of that, and you could go through many other situations and circumstances in life that might be, hey, I, you know, I'm trying to get this business started and I just can't seem to get all the ideas to, you know, come together and make happen what I know is possible. And I'm trying to force it. I'm trying to force it. But sometimes taking a step back and, and reevaluating, you know, and those are things that you learn through your faith journey. And I think experience is so important, not just as a human being, but, you know, as a father, as a husband, as a business person. Yeah. Um, sometimes experience is the only thing that can get you through the future. And and so that's that's what I also hear you talking about because your business is still ongoing. It is. It's, it's different. Right. It's it's not what I pictured it to be, but it's better mm. because uh I'm I'm more active in in doing all of the pieces and parts where normally I would have someone else do it and and now I get to do it and I'm having more fun than ever. Right. That's awesome. And do you also is your business out of your home or do you have an actual I I have an office uh, a house that's turned into an office about 3 miles from my home. So nice. if the lights are green, it's it, my car doesn't even warm up. Right. That's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> well, just having the ability to have your um you know near your home because that's so important, you know, and and you have kids as well. I have four children. Four children. Uh, from and, 9 to 28. Wow. And three dogs. And three dogs, a fish, and a cat. Right. The cat I'm still trying. I'm not writing a book about that cat. <laughs> There's no life lessons learned there. Well, we're going to continue with our last segment right here on the Housing Hour. Be right back. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. Thank you so much for joining us, and it's been a great show. We're into our last segment here. I am here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host, and thank you guys for joining us. We have in studio with us Tom Baker. Uh, One Dog's Faith is the book, um, How My Dog Helped Me Trust in God and Overcome Chronic Worrying. Um, And I tell you, the more that I hear you talk, uh, you mentioned that having this as a book in this discussion, it's sort of a doorway for you to be able to talk about faith. Um, and Absolutely. that's a great thing because whether that be corporately or whether that be just out and about like you're doing right now, it gives you that opportunity. Everybody's looking for, for what 
God has called him to do in their life. You know, what is it that God wants me to do? Well, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but I just don't feel passionate about it. Or I don't have a strong feeling one way or the other. This gives you the opportunity to go out and make disciples of all nations, but just in a little different twist. Yeah, it's, it's not so threatening. Right. Um, I, think, I think one of the things that is a life changer for anyone is hope. If you're walking through without hope, then you're not going to see the the power, the strength, the glory, the peace of God, the joy that that He offers. When when you when you put hopeless there, then then there's a wall. Mm-hmm. And what this this somehow God's just used this as a tool. Uh, I'm not I'm not looking to be a millionaire. I'm looking for this to reach people and to offer hope. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that that uh, a person a long time ago suggested to promote this was to go out to dog events. Mm. So Bark in the Park or uh, Marty Growl was not too far back uh, in Market Square. And we set up a booth. My wife and my kids uh, make some treats and they make some uh, different uh, dog homemade dog ropes. And we sell those along with the book. And people walk up and they see the book and they, they zero in on that word worry. And, and, and that just opens up a conversation. Whether I sell them a book or not, it opens up a conversation about worry and about hope and about the peace and, and the joy that Christ offers. Mm. Just by opening up and saying, you know, even if something bad's happened right now, or I know somebody's going through something bad right now, um, there is always a chapter turn. The rain always ends in a storm, and and we can look beyond this. We may have to go through some serious stuff, and along the process, we can learn that we're stronger than we think we are. God's stronger than we think he is, and we can grow through the process. And 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 if we just look at that, then there's there's opportunity for hope there. Mm, that's awesome. I mean, and that there's there's also I think this this portal that everyone possesses. And it's maybe it's, you know, a portal they don't log into very often. Well, yeah. And it's like, well, I don't even know if my username works anymore. <laughs> And I'm not sure how to reset the password. I'm, I don't really know how to get into it. And you know what? Once I'm in there, I don't really understand the dashboard. And people just say, well, I'm not even going to talk about faith or I'm not even going to talk about God. So it ends up being put on the back burner. And the only time that it comes up is when something tragic happens. It's a last resort. Because it's like, oh, yeah, I've got to, you know. I maybe I can pray. Yeah. I got I to now I've got to go do a hard reset. Or maybe I've got to go to the, you know, IT department, which is also a struggle, you know. And so you end up. Pulling it off of the shelf when it's absolutely the last resort. And that's what I hear you describing. And I love how you go to these, you know, bark in the park and these different places and people aren't going there to talk about faith. But when they stop by Tom's booth, the opportunity may come up. It's there. I won't slap them in the face with it, but but the conversation somehow turns or somebody will come up and say, I'm just, oh, I'm just fighting this. I'm worried. I'm sleeping so little because this is all I'm thinking about. Mm. And, And it's just, it's easy for, you know, look at your dog. Mm-hmm. Your dog is right now. That dog's wagging their tail, and they're just loving you. Right. You got somebody right here. You're not alone, mm-hmm. and 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 you're not alone in life. Yeah. When I was going through this difficulty, and I told you that I, I prayed a whole lot, 
And I looked up and I shook my fist to God and said, take this away. And what I was saying to him was, put me on the bench. And God said, I'm not putting you on the bench. I want you to learn some things here. I want you to learn how strong you are. I want you to learn that I'm here, right here with you, and I'm strong. And and whatever happens, we can get through this, and we can make a blessing out of it. Wow, that's really strong. I tell you what, there's a lot of people saying that same thing up to the heavens. And it's like you really feel as though, you know, it's like self-pity run riot, you know. Yes. And, and people are just fed up with whatever circumstances and it's amazing how quickly as soon as you have that introspective sort of moment how quickly it can go from a curse to a blessing and it's you the know? same thing it's the, same. the thing didn't change yeah. it's your perspective on it changed yeah. and how is it that god helps us to see that well what you've described over the last three and a half segments is just exactly for you how that was and it's it's not like a lightning bolt for some people maybe that quick psychic change occurs and they're like oh yeah. wait a minute well, this, this was is, a long process yeah. this this took me a little i've got a thick head right <laughs> and it took a little while for it for it to under it's like wait a minute yeah you know, this could work i could smile again yeah. Now, what are you doing now that you've had this book? And I mean, are you out there talking and, and you know, speaking to large groups or what what else could people do to learn more about you and, and hire you or whatever? Yeah, um, I, I do speak uh, not only to churches, uh, civic groups or, or corporations mm-hmm. uh, about worry. Mm. And about dealing with worry, and and uh, you know the, the faith is there, but they're you know in civic groups and whatnot they go well, don't talk a whole lot about faith, but 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 it's there, <laughs> but um, you know it, and and uh, just dealing with worry in itself, the, the three things we talked about earlier. If you just think about today, mm-hmm. and you think about serving others, and you think about looking around at the blessings, that puts worry already in half. Mm. Just those three little things, and and you know. It, we just look at it as if sooner or later, this ugly chapter I'm going through right now, sooner or later, it, it is going to end. Mm-hmm. And I can go on with my life. It may be totally different, but I can go on with my life and, and enjoy this journey. Mm-hmm. This this journey mm-hmm. is is what we're, we're here. We're here to basically understand and, and learn and, and try to help each other through this life, and understand who God is and share him with others. That, that is our life. Mm-hmm. And, and if, like I said early on, I identified myself completely with the business, mm-hmm. and that was my charge, and if it failed, I failed. Mm-hmm. But if my charge is to share his love and his hope with other people, that's my number one job, that job ain't going to go away. That I'm not going to get demoted. I'm not going to get laid off of that job. It's always going to be there. And everything else is gravy. My, you know, I love my family, and I will do my darndest to support and take care of them and, and motivate and share my faith with them and then everybody else around me as best as possible. Mm. And and you talked about the chapter, you know, closing the chapter. This will This will end. God is telling us that. You know, this will go away, you know. It's going to be okay. It's, you know, it's okay to be not be okay, you know, and it's like, well, and God is also saying, you know, here is the pen. I want you to help us write the finishing touches to this chapter. It's a choice. You know, we can let somebody else write the book for us or we can step up and we can make the choice to write the rest of the paragraph and then close the chapter and move on. Yeah. You know, God has empowered us with the freedom of choice 
but we make some people can make really bad choices. Yep, I've done yeah. plenty. Yeah, and I have too. Yeah. You know? Um, so if, how would somebody get in touch with you if they wanted you to come maybe talk at their civic group or talk at their job, you know, their employer maybe? Um, how would they get in contact with you? The website is onedogsfaith.com. Okay. Um, and we'll have that linked as well on our website. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, you can purchase through uh, Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, or you can also purchase through PayPal, which would do that. Then I'll, I'll, I'll do it myself and sign it and send it to you. Awesome. Um, and also Tom at OneDogsFaith.com would, would uh, get a direct email to me. And, and also Mango signs these books. That's right. Mango always signs. That's that's awesome. <laughs> she she's uh she's part of she's a big part of all this and, and uh she has and, a perfect Paul. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, I tell you, I Mark, you know, this has been a real real blessing for us and um thank you for connecting the dots for us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Tom's a gracious man, so uh mm. it was very simple to get him on air. Absolutely. Uh, I've been thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you so much, Tom. The book again is one dog faith with tom baker you can find all the information out on the housinghour.com we would love for you to connect with tom and uh, maybe get a book go to you can go to amazon you can buy the book there so there's a lot of good things going on and i uh, would love for you to interact and and get out there and, and see what else you can find out so on behalf of mark griffith our executive producer and co-host and everyone at mortgage investors group thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week right here on the housing hour That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. Also, check us out at thehousinghour.com. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.